Rabotai, welcome. As you see, the background tonight is our Deal Studios. It's Monday night. And Baruch Hashem, we're able to uh, visit our members, our beloved members. There is no set uh, shi'ur for the Monday night. You know, when Rosh Chodesh comes, of course, we'll, we'll do the Rosh Chodesh. But uh, as many of you know, over the course of the summer, we started a, a new series going through the Berakim of Tehillim, of David HaMelech HaLabashalom. This was the idea of Dr. Meddeb, Ralph Meddeb, uh, to do a series in memory of his mother. Uh, Mrs. Lily Meddeb, the Sadeket, Aliyah Shalom, Lily Le'ah, Lily Bad Virginia, Ruach Hashem, Kamil Hanab, Begana'idin, Amen. And, you know, we did one Perik a week, and that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to start from Perik Yudalit, chapter 14. So if you have the books in front of you. Rabotai, uh, the class that we give on Tehillim is not uh, an ulpan. If you came for words, alumna say, second grade. So I won't be offended if you excuse yourself. Uh, and go somewhere where else. You can go downstairs, get an English art school, and read the English books. That's not what we're going over here today. First of all, it's not, uh, it's not called the shi'ur, just explaining words. And anyway, uh, we want to explain the theme of the pedic. Of course, I don't believe that we're doing it justice in one class, obviously. I believe that you must go back to these pedakim over and over again, and there's thousands of lessons you could probably glean from every pedic. But at least we'll go through the book. Every pedic will hit a, a nikuda. At least that pedic reminds us of a certain yesod uh, in the Torah. Well, this chapter over here is Lam Naseyach le David. Okay, so David is the author. We don't take that for granted. There's a lot of chapters in Tehillim, but David did an author. This one happens to be David. Minatseah is the conductor. We learned many times that David Amelik would write these chapters and then he would give the, uh, exactly, the conductor of the band. He would give the lyrics to the conductor with the music and they would sing these songs to a, you know, beautiful background. Amar Naval Bilivo. Naval, Naval is the, the good for nothing. A lot of the Mepharshim learned that this Naval, who is a Rasha, who is a, you know, an, in, an, an ingrate. It's talking about either Nebuchadnezzar or Sanhedrin or any of the other villains that tormented the Jewish people. Anyway, what does the Nabal say? In Elohim, there's no God. And as a result, they destroy, they commit abominations. They do bad actions in Oseto. None of them, not them and not their soldiers. You know, none of them uh, has anything good. Like we would say in the vernacular, they're good for nothing. In Oseto. But Adonai Mishamai Mishkif al Adam. God looks from above al Adam on, uh, on his people. To, to see, Hayesh Maskil. Are there any, anybody with sechel over here? Anybody with brains? Doresh et Elohim, anybody that's uh, seeking out God? So, on this Pasuk, at a time where there's so much evil in the world, so Bari Olam looks up, looks down from the heavens, Al Bene Adam, to see if anybody. Hayesh maskil. These are key words of tonight's Dinash. Hayesh maskil. Is there anybody that has sech doresh et Elohim? Is anybody seeking seeking out God? So there's a there's a very very important Rav Chida over here, and Rav Chida begins with quoting a Mishnah. Actually, it's the last Mishnah in the Mishnayot. If you ever went to a Siyum Mishnayot. They read this Mishnah. It's the end of Masichet Uksi. I have a copy of it over here. Amar Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Mishnah Uksi, Perek Gimal, Mishnah Yudbet. Amar Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, Ati da Kadosh Paruchu, Lehanhir, Lechol Tzadik be Tzadik, Shelosh Meot Maasara Olamot. Hazak Baruch, Shai Olamot. Shene Emar, 
להנחיל אוהבי יש, ואוצרותיהם המלא. The Mishnah is telling us that what every tzaddik has to look forward to. When the Mashiach comes, we're going to get to Olam Abba. Each tzaddik is going to inherit not one Olam. You can imagine how big an Olam is. This is one Olam, this world will be. Look what, look what it has. We don't even know. We don't even know 1% of what this Olam has. Because the Olam includes the galaxies, out of space, the stars. This is all inclusive in just one Olam. Mori Olam is going to give each Sadiq, with Sadiq, Shai Olamot, 310 Olamot. Uh, maybe that's why the Pasuk says, Shine Imad, Lanhil Ohabai, Yesh. That I'm going to give my uh, ones that I love, the ones that are adhering to me, Yesh, Mazi Yesh, Yudshin, Yudshin, 310. I once heard from Rabbi Busu, live and be well, Shlomo Busu, Shalita, grandson of the Baba Sali. He said, it's a nice play on the words. From the word yesh, Nachabu switched it around and said shai. A nice gematria, it works perfect. But he said, why couldn't the Pasuk say, <laughs> I mean, if that's, if the Mishnah calls it shai olamot, so the Pasuk can say, yeah. So he said beautifully. He said that if you would ask most people, this world that we live in looks very, very real. Uh, but actually, uh, it's fake. It's nothing. It's all a smokescreen. Chaim Brim used to tell us the following. The Pasuk says, En Sur Kelohen. And the Gemara Berachot says, En Sayar Kelohen. There's no painter like God. God's the best painter. What does it mean God's the best painter? So Chaim would explain like this. If let's say you have a painter that paints this unbelievable scene of some, uh, you know, of some area in the world. He's very, very uh, adept. He's very, very, you know, has a good uh, talent. So he says, the further you're away from the picture, the more real it looks. You know, when you stand from far, it's wrong. This is, but, but, as you get closer, the more fake you see it is. That's a regular, normal artist. The further you are, the more real it looks. The closer you are, and you see it's a fake. It's only a picture. He says, Bori Olam created this world. It's a big picture. But it has the reverse effect. The closer the people are involved in this world, and they're enjoying, and they're involved, they're engaged, the more real they think it is. He says, but who realizes that this picture is fake? When you step away from the world. When you step away from the world and you look at it from far and you say to yourself, look at everybody, they're crazy. Look what they're doing. They're running after the nonsense. But when you're in it, when you're in it, you think that this is the olam, that this is, uh, that this is it's a reverse, it's a reverse painting. So Rabusu said that, yes, the pasuk is coming to him to us, the 310 olamot, but it's coming to say, those olamot are yesh. Those are the real olamot. There's yesh. They are something. They are a substance. This olam that we live in now is nothing. The yesh begins when you get to olam abba. Then already you're getting to a world that is that is something, which means we would call this word ayin. The world is nothing. It's ayin. The yesh doesn't begin till the next one. I want to explain that that might be the custom that we have. You know, on some Torah, we sing a lot of songs. And one of the songs we say. People say, Torah, and everybody screams, yes, yes. What are they saying? As a result of Torah, yes, 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 shy, meaning we have the shy on all. But we might be saying something else. We're saying, Torah, yes, this is the yes of the world. This is the item. Everything else is zero. Everything else is zero. Torah, yes, yes. We're pointing that this is the only reality in the world. It's the only emit in the world. It's the only thing that has value. Yes, yes. What about the world? What about the everything? It's all shaken. It's all empty. Like a, like a smoke screen. Good. <clears throat> Only question is, what in the world is this Mishnah? So I heard this from Achab Baruch a lot of times. What does it mean when it says in the Mishnah, Atida Kadosh Mughal Archel Lichol Tzaddik Vitzaddik. 
Why does the Mishnah use a double language? Does it say, the Kod Sadiq, Shai Olamot? Why is it the Kod Sadiq, Vet Sadiq? And why Shai? Where did they get this arbitrary number of, uh, of Shai? 310. It's a nice number. So, Hakam Baruch Alavashim used to explain it that there's a very great mitzvah that is called the Yisachar Zavunun contract. The Yisachar Zavunun contract means you have a Tamid Hakam that's learning Torah all day long, but he needs support. You have a businessman who's called Zavunun. That's the tribe of uh, commerce. And he comes along and makes a contract with the Yisachar, the learner, and says, listen, I'm going to support you. And you'll learn. And somehow they divide the, uh, the reward. So Acham Baruch would say, The tzaddik is the Yisachar, and the other tzaddik is the Zibulun. So that partnership, what Elam is going to give them now, why did they shy on Amor? So he said, because how many mitzvot are there in the Torah? In the Torah, so we have 613 mitzvot, but we also have seven mitzvot that are banan. So altogether there's 620 mitzvot. So if you're going to split the reward for the 620, shay olamot, 310 for this tzaddik and 310 for that tzaddik. Yisachar gets 310, so we don't get 310. So the Rav would go on to say, not only that, that there's going to be a divvy between Yisachar and Zebulun, but it says in Kohelet, Betzel ha-chokmah, Betzel ha-kesef. What does that mean? Where the wisdom rests in Olam Abba, that's where the money is also. Betzel ha-chokmah, Betzel ha-kesef. Wisdom and money are going to be close to each other. What does that mean? So Rav Hidas says an amazing hitush. He says that La'atid Lavo, when the Yisachar goes up to his place in Olam Abba, he's going to have a nice, beautiful bit midrash. To the tzaddik, what does he want to do in Olam Abba? Teach Torah. They're going to give him a big library, students, but different books, books that they never saw before. And Dushim that they never saw before. And the tzaddik is going to teach. And who's going to be sitting next to him in the shi'ur? The Zibudun. They're going to give Zibudun a complimentary pen. He said, what are you doing over here? You don't belong. There's a midrash of the hachamim. He said, no, no, listen, he was... Uh, he supported, he paid for the, uh, so it says, Betzela Chokma, Betzela Kasef. One time, I was with Hakam Abadja Yosef, Allah was Shalom, and we were walking down East Fifth Street in Brooklyn. And um, he stopped at the home of Ella Safti, Allah was Shalom. And he said, come, I want to go with this. It was Hakam Abadja, Allah was Shalom, Allah was Shalom, the rabbi of the synagogue. And I was with them, I'm trailing along. You know, which one of these doesn't belong? Go figure it out. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we're walking up to Mr. Safdie's house. And some wise guy, you know, some wise guy in the street, Erev Rav, and he starts screaming at Chava Oh, you only visit the rich guy. I only visit the rich guy. No, we came to visit you. We came to, we don't, we're not going to go over to your rat hole and visit you. We went to visit something. So come, come, yeah. You have to explain. He says, why am I going to visit him? He says, he supports us. And the Gemara says, or the Hachamim say, He says, where the Chokmah is, that's where the Kesef is. He's going to be with me in the Olam Aymet. If I shouldn't visit him, he's going to be my, uh, in the same Yeshiva. Which means, the, the support of Tamid Hachamim buys you a spot. So the Fida is the question. And he says, but isn't that a punishment? Isn't that a punishment? Why? He says, because the Zebulun is Amaris. The Zebulun, what does he learn? Hogli Israel a little, he learns a little, uh, a couple of the rabbi's speech. What does he know about? Now he's going to sit next to the big Sadiq, and they're going to start with the Gemara, and all that, he's going to be sitting there. What are they talking about? He'd rather be in the, in the card room. He doesn't want to be over here in the, with the Tzadikim. So he does says, it's a punishment. that You put the Tzadik, you put the Zebulun with the Zagan, the Tzadikim, why is that a reward? So he says, tremendous. He says, with the Zibunun support of the Yisachar comes the wisdom as well. That all the wisdom of Zibunun, of Yisachar, I should say, is going to, is going to transfer into, into Zibunun. So Zibunun is going to become a Tamir Acham overnight, like he was in his mother's womb. It's going to come to him. Incidentally, by the way, that's what we call him Yisachar. 
Yisachar is Otiyot Yes, yes, Sachar, because he is the one that controls the Shai Olamot. Yes, Sachar. But the Hadush is that Zebudun gets the same reward. Now listen to that Hidaz Lashon over here. He writes, and I quote, Because Sheholekah Bahazik, La Olamaba, when the support goes to Olamaba, Melamdim Oto Torah, they teach him all the Torah. Ubize, Ubaze Piresh Ateret Roshi, my father, he says, that the supporters, that's called the Baalim Mitzvot, are going to be next to the Baalim Torah. The supporters, that's called the Baalim Mitzvot, are going to be next to the Baalim Mitzvot. They don't know what's going on. But over here we say it's good. So it comes along and he says on this Pasuk, when Olam looks down from the heaven, and what does he see? The Mahazik Letamid Hakam Zochelliot Maskir, which means Hayesh Maskir, the Tzaddik who's the Zebulun that's going to support the Tamid Hakam, Hayesh, he becomes a Maskir, he becomes a Balsechel. How do we know we're talking about him? Doresh et Elohim. There's a Pasuk in the Torah that says, Et Hashem Elohecha Tira. You have to fear Hashem. The Gebra says, what does it mean? Et Hashem Elohech Atira. Et Lerabot Tamidiyah Hakamim. So therefore, this man is Doresh Elohim. He makes a derasha. What's the derasha that he makes? Et Lerabot Tamidiyah Hakamim. So therefore, he supports Tamidiyah Hakamim. So the Pasuk Obi is referring to the Doresh Elohim. And which word they are they Doresh from? From the extra word Et. Because it says, Et Adonai Elohech Atira. So he says, Doresh Et Elohim. He's Doresh, the extra word et in the Pasuk of Elohim to what? So what does he do? He supports them. But if he supports them, he's going to be with them. But if he's with them, he's not going to have any Torah. No, Borea Olam says, I will see to it. maskir. That the one that's Zochet to Yesh, to the Shai Olamot, maskir. He's going to have, he's going to have Sechem. He's going to have it. Now, what I'm going to tell you now is a little, a little deeper. It's a little deeper. This was said from the great Sadiq Rabbi Nachman from Breslin in one of his Sifarim. It needs more development, obviously. We'll just give you the highlights of it, what his point is. He says, where does the Sadiq get Shai Olamot from? What, is it, what does he have to do? He asked me, I would say, learn, learn Torah. But he said that an olam is built from what he refers to is avanim. Just like we build a regular structure. You take bricks and you build it. The holy books, Sefer Yitzirah, etc., they all refer to words, letters, as avanim. To the words of Torah they build. They build olamot. So he says that whenever you have two people having a mahlokit, they're fighting. So each one's saying words at each other. So they're throwing, we would say they're throwing rocks at each other. The words that come out of their mouths, they're like uh, daggers. They're throwing abadim. So when the tzaddik comes along and he reconciles and he makes shalom, so he says he takes the shalom of those abadim that were, you know, uh, uh, argumentative, that those words that were creating fights, and he makes shalom amongst them. And from those abanim, he's able to build a structure of the Shay Olamot. And he says, that's the sword of when we say shalom bayit. That when a person makes shalom, he's able to build already a bayit. He's able to build in such a way. Uh, he gives a remez to this. <laughs> I mean, the remez, obviously... Uh, in uh, the Navi, there was a story of David Amelech that he meets up with a, a rotten guy called Naval. 
by the way, Naval is mentioned in this chapter, by the way. That's why uh, it's interesting. Amar Naval Bilibo, when David Melech wanted to make peace, he went to Naval and he said, uh, We tried to make, we tried to get some food from him and something like that. Naval said, Get out of here. He says, I won't give nothing to you. And he, uh, he tells him a whole, uh, whole story. He says, I don't support you. And he embarrasses them. He says, Me David and me Ben Yishai. He says, Ayom today, a lot of youngsters, whippersnappers, rebel against their masters. And uh, Abigail was the wife of Naval. So Abigail knows that's it, his husband's death. After he does that, she does that to David. David's going to finish him off. So she runs to David and gives him, you know, a gift. And says, Please forgive me. And God should build you a bait ne'eman. What was one of the other to the other? So he comes along and says, in the zikhut, that you'll make shalom, that you won't, uh, that you'll finish this mahloket. She's hinting already, when the mahloket finishes, you'll get a bait. So you see over here that shalom is the inyam of the bait. That's why he says, when you go into your house, what's the first thing you see when you come into the Mizrusah? He says, because where is Shalom primarily created? In the house. That's where Mahlok is flying over. Shay Olamod has to be made in, in domestic Shalom. A person wants to build a Shay Olamod, you don't have to make world peace. Peace with your wife. The person in the house, and therefore, when the first thing, when a person comes in, what's the letters that you see on the outside of the Mizrusah? The first two letters you see is a Sheen and a Dalit and a Yun. In there is the shy, he says. The shy is hinting to you that the shy, the dollar has a significance also, because the dollar comes from the ehad. The ehad, which means the dollar of ehad, which is one. But he said, the shy olamot, whenever you look at the sheen dollar, when you walk into your house, he says, you remind yourself, you want shy olamot? Make sure when your wife starts throwing rocks at you over there in the house, verbal rocks, you say, yeah, but don't, uh, don't catch them, catch them and build a house of it. Shalom Good. So based on this, uh, based on this, we see the concept of the Shay Olamotint. Now, if you look at the end of the chapter, you see another great secret. Last Yisrael. David Amalek is saying, Miyitin, Miyitin means like Halvai, Halvai, we wish, Miyitin. Mitzion from Zion. We're waiting for the redemption of Israel. When Borelam will return us, when Borelam will take us out of captivity and get rid of all our enemies. And at that time, what's going to happen? It's going to be great, great joy. I came tonight, Rabotai. Which has always bothered me. This Yaakov Israel. You have something on this? This this over here. I'll tell you what bothered me. Because all the Avot, I take that back. Abraham had a name change. He went from Abraham to Abraham, and then once he goes to Abraham, you're not allowed to call him Abraham. It says, anybody that calls Avraham, Avraham, over Ba'asir. Where is Yaakov? Okay, he's born Yaakov. He gets a name change, which I assume is an upgrade. But they don't drop the Yaakov. The Yaakov stays and the Israel stays. So what does it mean? And then it says, again, Yaakov is as if it's two people. It's not two people. It's one Yaakov. It's one Israel. So what does it mean over here, this inyan of Yaakov Yisrael? So, I'd like to start it from the pasuk that we're going to read in Parashat Baychi. Let's get the Hamashat. We're going to go pasuk, pasuk. In Baychi, the pasuk tells us, uh, 
חזק וברוך. ויחי יעקב. By the way, and this also bothers me. I don't know the rule here. Maybe you have a rule. Sometimes they call him Yaakov. Sometimes they call him say, is, is there a formula? I wouldn't know. I mean, so to me, it seems very, very random. Like here. But he Yaakov is Mishraim. Shiva Isa Shana. And Yaakov lived in Mishraim for 17 years. Which I don't even know why you have to tell me this. It's simple math. I know he got there at 1.30. And he died at 1.47. That's 17 years. That's easy math. Even our members are able to, uh, <laughs> to, to compute that simple mathematical equation. Okay, and he lived. Next Unbelievable. And and the days of Israel now came to came to die. It was just Yaakov. So I don't know the formula. Sometimes you call him Yaakov. Sometimes you call him Israel, and even from pasuk to pasuk, it jumps. Let's go to Perik Mem Tet Pasuk Lamed Gimel. If you have it in front of you, Perik Mem Tet Pasuk Lamed Gimel, one of the big secrets of the Torah. In that pasuk, it says, "Vaychal Yaakov had supported Banav. He finished giving his last will and testament." And he put his legs into the bed. And he expired. And he was collected with his people. And she comes along and says, Does not say, And from here the rabbis came along and said, that also needs a little understanding. So there's a certain part of Yaakov Abinu that's still alive today. It's still in Olam It's still around. Doesn't say that by Abraham. Doesn't say that by Yitzhak. There's a certain part of Yaakov that does not die. So I'd like to make you aware of what the Al-Sheikh said. The Al-Sheikh says that Yaakov Abinu Shalom had two neshamot. Honest. On Shabbat, we have neshama yitera. Yaakov Abinu had a neshama yitera his whole life. He says one neshama was called Yaakov and one neshama was called Yisrael. It's like a double engine. You know, the, the airplanes have two engines, the twin engine. Yaakov was twin engine. Two neshama working at the same time. Neshmat Yaakov, the neshmat Israel. He got the neshama of Yaakov when he was born. Hence the name of Yaakov was given to him then. Neshama of Israel was given to him after he fought the Malach. So then already he got an upgrade. So by the way, when he was called Yisrael, otherwise ask yourself a question. What's the big... Uh, not, not, only, not only your name is Jack, we're going to call you also... Uh, 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 Jack uh, Israel. Jack Israel. Okay, Jack Israel. What's the benefit of having an extra name? No, the extra name comes with an extra neshama. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a different story. It's worth it. So says the Rav al Sheikh. He says over here. The neshama of Yaakov, that neshama is lower than the neshama of Israel. Israel is a, is a higher level neshama. So he says, at the time that Yaakov Abinu passes away, which neshama went back up to Kadosh Baruch The higher neshama. Yisrael met. The Gemara says, Yaakov lomet. And that's why if you look at the Pasuk, the Pasuk is very clear when it says, Anytime it talks about the death of Yaakov, it'll only say the word Yisrael. Because in the Chedameh, the part of Yaakov, which is the Yisrael Neshama, that Neshama went up. 
Let's take a tour. Open up Perek Memvav Pasuk Lamed. Perek Memvav Pasuk Lamed. What does the Pasuk say? Vayomer Yisrael el Yosef. Amuta hapa'am. Israel says. Israel, after you saw Yosef, Amuta. Now I could die. Who could die? Israel. Open up Membet or Memhet Chaf Aleph. Memhet Chaf Aleph. You guys are ahead of me. Vayomer Yisrael el Yosef. Vine Anochi Met. Vayomer Yisrael. Open up one more. Mem Zayin Chavtet, that's what we just read. Vayikribu Yimei Yisrael Namut. So Al-Sheikh actually proves this uh, concept from the text itself. And we have a proof from the Gemara. The Gemara doesn't say Yisrael lo met. Yaakov Abinu lo met. Oh. Now something happened. The Shlach says, when Yosef was taken away from Yaakov Abinu, so it says part of Yaakov Abinu was, was missing. For 22 years, he didn't have the Shekhinah come to talk to him. All of a sudden, when he finds out that Yosef is alive, what does the Pasuk say? Matehi. Matehi what? Matehi Ruach Yaakov. So he says, for the 22 years that Yosef was missing, Yaakov met. The part, the Neshamad Yaakov left him. So for those years that Yosef was... Uh, uh, out of the family, so to speak. And you'll notice something amazing. Since Yaakov, since Yosef is missing, you can do this experiment. I didn't look at it, but this was like what I read in the Sefarim. Since Yosef is taken from Yaakov, he's never called Yaakov. He's only called Yisrael. Go open up the Parashiyot from Vayeshev when Yosef is taken away from him. And Yaakov starts to go into uh, Avelut, a depression. Not a depression like you think. Tzaddik's depression is a different type of depression. It's not one of one that you believe you don't understand what it is. But the point is, nowhere does it say Yaakov. It only first means because Yaakov is gone. All of us, Marge, you're fact-checking us. There's not the, the presidential debate over here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fact check. You'll see. Oh, what happens when Yosef comes back? But Yaakov. All So that's the way he explains the pasuk that I just read to you. The Hadush of the pasuk is saying now Yaakov is back. Therefore, Yaakov lived in Mitzrayim for seven years because before that Yaakov wasn't there. The pasuk is coming to him to and when it came to him dying, oh, Yaakov doesn't die. So you see the pasukim are working like a like a charm. Oh, if that's the case, we go to one step further. Rabotai. Once you get that concept, open up Perik Memchet Pasuk Gima. Perik Memchet Pasuk Sorry, Chabet. So this is referring to when he blesses his son. I'm gonna give you an extra portion. Yosef is the bechok. I'm gonna give you an extra portion. That I took from the emori. Actually, she says it wasn't the emori. It means he took from his brother Esav. Esav act like an emori. So he's I got this from my brother. That's what the uh, he says, uh, Rashi, Miyad Isab, Shasa Masay Mori. He's, I'm gonna give you an extra headache. And how do I take it? Beharbi Upkashti. I took it, Beharbi Upkashti. What does Harbi mean? Sword. What does Kashti mean? Arrow, bow and arrow. Look at the Talgum Unkir, the son is, by the way. Besloti Ubaoti. With my prayer. Yaakov Abinu says, this blessing that I'm going to give you, I earned it. It sounds like conventional weapons. 
Targum says the weapon of Yaakov is actually what? Is tefillah. Comes a great rabbi called Haraficho in Bina La'itin, and he asks a question what does tefillah have to do with a herid and a keshit? What's the connection? So he says, Abil Hiddush, the Bina La'itin says, there's a big difference in the function of a herif and a keshet. A herif, which is a sword, is used in close uh, combat. When the person is fighting up against his enemy, he takes a sword and kills him. That's face-to-face combat. Whereas the keshet, that's long range. That's when the enemy is far away, use the keshet. So he says, that our fight against Esav is in two places. We have the Esav, the anti-Semite, the Satan, the Yetzirah, the physical Esav, which is the anti-Semitic uh, nations. They're in this world. He says, they're close to us. Their tefillah needs to be local. It needs to be like a head to get rid of the people in front of us. He says, but Esav also has a mekatreg in the heavens. And that mekatreg in the heavens is a prosecutor. And he goes to the Kiseh Kavod and tells God, ah, don't do good to the Jewish people. They're not worthy. You know? So we need to silence the Esav from far in the Shamayim. So therefore, for that, you need a tefillah to be like a kishin. You need to send up a, a long distance, long range, we'll call it, long range missile, in order to get the Esav or the Satan, which is the Sabichmen, which is Esav in the heavens, the angel of Esav, the angel of Esav. You get him up there. So you have two different, different, different fronts. So Yaakov was telling his son Yosef, listen, the sword of fighting Esav is short range and long range. The Tefillah works to the local Esav and the, which is the Hayrah. And the keshet works to the long range Esav, which is in, you know, in the upper world, being mekatreg. We always talk about mekatregim, the mastinim, that are trying to compromise Christ. Oh, if that's the case, if that's the case, oh, the Rav says like this. Yaakov Avinu Domet. Israel met. Why? Because we have two halakim of Yaakov. The part of Yaakov Shedomet, that's the name that he got when he was born with his physical brother Esau. The physical brother Esau was where? In Olamazeh. And therefore, Yaakov stays with us in Olamazeh. Yaakov Lomet, that Neshama of Yaakov to help us protect us against the physical Esau is still here. However, when did Yaakov receive the name Israel? After he fought the angel. Now that angel over there is the angel of Esau that goes back to the Shammai. He has to go back up. So Yaakov says, hey, this guy's going back up. So he said, I'm not letting you go back over here. You're not going nowhere. So he says, okay, uh, your name is Israel. They killed him. He killed him. You can't get a better item than that. You can't get a better eye. The name is Israel. That's it. Now Israel, I'm up there in heaven with you. Which means now I'm able to send up a protection. Yaakov's protecting us on both ends. Yaakov, the Le'elab, Yaakov, the Tata. Now, that's why it says in the Pasuk that we say every day. Yeah, you know the Pasuk in Tehidim? The Pasuk in Tehidim says, Ki uh, Hashem Olamim. You ever hear that Pasuk? The Mekubalim say that Hashem created the world with two letters. Yeah. Yud is the letter that Hashem used to create Olam And He is the letter that Hashem used to create Olam Azeh. Benin Nedir one time will explain you why Yud is connected Olam and the He is connected Olam Ki biya, Yud ke, Hashem sur Olamin. So what does the Pasuk say? Ki Yaakov v'hallo ya Yisrael zgulato. In that Pasuk that it mentions Yaakov in Yisrael, it mentions the Shem Ya. Why? Yaakov is connected the head, which is Olam Azeh. And Yisrael 
is connected the yud, which is all about ki Yaakov Yisrael It's hitting the two different locations that yeah. So Yaakov means somewhere in this world Yaakov means out there. He's defending us, and in Shemaim Yisrael's handling the two Shemot. If that's the case of Botai, I have to tell you a uh, a question that I always had. To be honest with you. The question that I always had was the following. The question that I had was, where's that pasuk? Help me find these pasukim, boys. When Yaakov gets the blessing from the angel. Yes, a Vaishlach beauty. I love it. I love it. So what does he do? What does he do when he gets to the uh, to the fight? Shlach, I'm going to read it over here. Okay. Which perek? Lamed bed, beauty. Look what it says over here. Oh, so he has the fight with the angel, beauty. The angel says, hey, let me go. I'm not letting you go. He upgrades his name. He says, the Satan ever does something good, Rabotai? The Satan ever going to give you a favor? Even when he's going to do you a favor, you have to be careful. If there's a knife in his hand, he's going to kill you. And all of a sudden, the Satan turns into Isha I said, he said, okay, you know what? You say, you upgraded him, brother He should have uh, run away. I don't know what. You know, he, he couldn't. He was holding him down. I have no choice. He said, let me give you a rule. The Satan will never give you a beracha. You know the Satan did over here? Read the text very good. The Satan said, listen, I'm not giving you an additional name. I'm taking away your original name. You can't have both. No, 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 no. The phone calls not He says, I'm not giving you, I'm taking away Yaakov. So he tells him, Lo Yaakov Yamir or Shimcha. No, it will not be said. Take it away. Ki'im Yisrael. Listen, you beat me? Okay, you'll have some say in heavens, but you're not going to have a say on earth. That means the angel basically was saying, Yaakov met. And if Yaakov met, then the Jews will not have any protection on earth. And then we're doomed over there. He said, Yisrael in the heavens, okay. You'll have a say in the heavens, good. That's not a blessing, by the way. So when Yaakov walks away from this episode of this, says the Hatam Sofer, he wasn't too happy. Because the Satan gave him a blessing with a, a curveball attached to it. Go further at the end of the parasha. Now you'll finally understand what's taking place over here. The Pasuk says, at the end of the parasha, Yes, what which pet which uh pedic? Lamid Hayyud. Lamid is exactly where I want to go, right? Lamid Hayyud comes along and says, Bayira Elohim ibn Yaakov od. God appears to Yaakov. Now to me this sounds like a repeat. Bayomid Lo Elohim Shimcha Yaakov, Lori Karishimcha od Yaakov, ki misael. We did this already. <laughs> God already, the angel told him Israel. What was God saying over here? Look at the text and you'll see it's a big difference. Stop right there. Your name is Yaakov. When he tells him Yaakov, he brings back the Yaakov that the Satan took. The Satan said, No, otherwise, what is this word, Shimcha Yaakov? And that's the end of the pasuk. Za'atna. Shemcha Yaakov, period. Then he says, Lo yikare Shemcha od Yaakov exclusively, Kim Yisrael. 
but he tells him, Shemcha Yaakov, that's a rule. Your name is Yaakov. Don't think the Satan is able to take that away from you. Shemcha is Yaakov. Big difference here, by the way, than to what the angel said. The angel said, nah, Lo Yaakov Shemcha. No, no, it's Kim Israel. Kim Israel. And what else? No, 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 no. We need both. Because we need you to have presence on earth, and we need you to have presence in the Shamayim. We need Yaakov in Israel. And what is the next pasuk? Same idea. Ah, in this word, very good. Now watch. The name's Yaakov Yisrael. You know, there's a very, very holy name of Hashem that we mechaven when we want to break the Satan. When we want to break the Satan, meaning the Satan's influence against us in the Olam and in the upper worlds, the Shem is the Rashetebo, Kabel Rinat Amecha, Sagebenu, Taharenu, Nora, which is Rashetebo, Kara Satan. You ever see that Shem? Also, we say it when we blow the Shofar. When we blow the Shofar, we also mechaven in the Rashet Tevot. In the Rashet Tevot, we say some Pesukim. If you look at the Rashet Tevot of those Pesukim, Kodi Shamati, etc. All those Rosh Tevarecha Emet, Aruv Avdecha Letov, Azkara, Sas Anuchia Lemlatecha, etc. So we say Pesukim that have the Rashet Tevot, Kara Satan, because we don't want the Satan to take our Tikiot and uh, sabotage them and hijack them. Now, I know this is a little tricky what we're going to do now. Can anybody tell me the gematria of kara? No, kara, or the ayin, 370. 370. Norman, just keep the numbers with us. 370. And satan has got to be 359. We got a total on that? 729. Oh, 729? Oh, 729. <laughs> oh, 729. I thought you were going to give me 613. 729. <laughs> Something we could play with. Something we could play with. 729 is the most random number it could ever be. All right, let's try this. What's the numerical value of Yisrael? We're doing slow. Yud is 10. Seeing is 300. That's 310. Resh is 5, 200, that's 510. Aleph Lamed is 31, so 541. Israel 541? Would have been nice if you said we'd be 729. These magnitudes don't always work like we want them to work. It also realize we can take a rabbit out of the hat, but uh, we can't do everything. Now, Yaakov, Yud Ayin Kof Bet. Yaakov is 182. Could you add those numbers together? 541 plus 182? Ah, but wait. Yaakov, the real way it's supposed to be spelled. Let's go slow. Let me go slow. Let's go slow. Let's go slow. Do you know that most of the time in Tanakh, Yaakov's name is spelled without a vav? Except five times, his name is spelt Male with a vav. You also know that Eliyahu Hanavi, five times his name is written Eliyah without a vav. There was a certain deal that took place between Yaakov and Eliyahu. Eliyahu was the precursor to the Mashiach. So Yaakov Abinu said, Listen, uh, you gotta come. Now he's, I promise I'm going to come. Is that the shame? He said, listen, I need a collateral. So Yaakov Abinu took five vabs from Eliyahu, and he put it in his name. And he told Eliyahu, when you come, I'll give you back the, uh, the vabs. That's why if you look at Parashat Pinehas, the vav of Pinehas is cut because Pinehas or Eliyahu. It's hitting to us that the vav of Eliyahu is cut and it went to Yaakov. 
So the Yaakov that we're talking about when the Mashiach comes is Yaakov and Avav. Yaakov and Avav is not 183 or 182. It's 188. 541 plus 188, 729, the exact that means when you have Yaakov and Yisrael together, Yaakov in this world, Yisrael up there working, the local battle and the long distance battle, the Hayrim, which is the hand to hand battle, the Kakesh, which is the far battle, Mr. Bounty has the ability to what? Karasatan, there's no coincidence. And that's going to happen when the Mashiach comes. Yaakov Avinu is going to settle all the fighting of the Goyim and all the Mahlokot that took place. And therefore, what we say happens when a person settles Mahlokot. You take all those Abanim of the Mahlokot, all those fights that took place with the, with the Goyim and Klai Yisrael, and he's going to settle it. All those Abanim he's going to take, and what's going to end up being built? The Bayit. That's why Yaakov Avinu is connected to Bayit Chilishi. Because Yaakov Abinu is going to protect us at the end of time before Mashiach comes. Now go to the end of the last pasuk of our chapter tonight that we read. We say, please God Almighty, we're waiting for Yishuat Yisrael. When God is going to return his people back. And at that time, who's going to rejoice? Yagel Yaakov. Yaakov means the Yaakov Shalomet. Yismach, Yismach is Otiyot Mashiach. Yismach, Yisrael, there's going to be rejoice of Yisrael, which means at the end of the time, at the time of the Yeshua, there's going to be a Yagel Yaakov and Yismach Yisrael. We're going to see the benefits of the Yaakov Domet in this world and Yisrael that took care of it. We're going to see the Kara Satam, like it says in the Gemara Sukkah, that at the end of time when Mashiach comes, the first order of the day is they're going to kill the Satan. That's the first order of the day. At that point, that's already a tremendous. So, how would I how would I uh, summarize this chapter? We mentioned two concepts from this chapter. First of all, we saw the inyan of Yisachazevunun of Shai Olamot. That's one inyan. Uh, we went through that inyan, and then at the end already, we see the sword of Yaakov and Yisrael, and we also come out with a practical musad that anytime you make shalom, you're actually connecting to one of those shay uh, onamot, which is the sheen, dalit yur on your mezuzah, which reminds you of the importance of shalom bayit. Shalom builds the bayit. And Yaakov Avinu, who makes the shalom on earth between us and the green, meaning he protects us, and the shalom in the heavens, he does not the satan be mikatreg. So therefore, Mashiach comes, the first order of Yaakov Avinu is, oh, return the vibes to the Yaakov and then already, again, Yaakov, Yismael said, it's going to be a combination of Yisrael and Yaakov, Kalas Satan, and then everybody will have the Bayit Shilishi, Shibane, Bimrabi, Amen. Amen.